Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, it's Mike Vandervoort. Happy Thursday, I guess. I've been at a conference, uh, so I'm a little, as as happens when you travel during conference weeks, I'm a little discombobulated on days, but it's uh, Thursday, September 16th, and we're doing, uh, this is our only show this week. I did a show last week with a person I hadn't met before, and we had a great time. Today, it's with a, a, a longtime friend and uh colleague at different times on different things that we've done together, and I'm really happy to welcome Jessica Miller-Merrill. Uh, Jessica, welcome back to Drag Street. How are you today? I am. I'm great. It's it's uh, It's been a while, uh, and I also just got back from a conference. I went to Sherman Annual, so I'm really excited yeah. to be here back on the show. Yeah, so I wanted that was that was an off the uh, that was an off the script question that I actually had for you, but I'll I'll I'll, I'll ask it second. So, so for those that don't know you as well as I do, which has been for over a decade, going back to the okay. days. So here's Robin. You know what? Hold on. Maybe we have Robin. Robin, is that you? Hey, everybody. Hey, I didn't think you were gonna make it. Welcome to uh, welcome to Drive Through HR. My co-host Robin Schooling is here. Or Sans Internet. You hot spotting in today? I am. Uh, I am hot spotting in. Well, I had awesome. just started down the path of I had just started down the path of getting Jessica to uh, it, tell us who she is and what she does. So why don't we let her do that and then we'll check in with you, okay? Fantastic. Go for it, Jessica. Awesome. Well, um, my name's Jessica Miller-Merrill. Uh, most folks call me JMM or JM Squared, easier to remember. <laughs> I have been a HR practitioner for, gosh, over 20 years now, and in 2005, I started a blog, much like Mike and Robin, and started connecting with amazing people, and my blog was originally called Blogging for Jobs, if you might be familiar, and then we transitioned about eight years ago over to uh, the brand name Workology, and it's really a destination for HR and workplace leaders, and I'm really committed to education, information, and resources to help make HR people better. So that's really what Workology and, and what I'm all about. I want to help make HR people smarter, do their jobs better, and help support their organizations. Great. Um, we have a whole bunch of questions that I want to jump into about Workology <laughs> and the stuff you're doing these days, but it's been a while. I've talked to Rob. I chat with Robin periodically on text, so I know she's doing okay, and I know she was at her neighborhood dive bar last night, but but, mm-hmm. but seriously, Robin, ha, um, it's been 10 days or so, and you still don't – I guess you have power, but you don't have internet, mm-hmm. and you work for a, a remote-based internet company, so – you know, you're not you're yeah. not dying, but it's it, you're still struggling down there, I guess. So give us give us the catch up on how Robin's doing and what's happening in uh, Louisiana post Ida. Yeah, um, well, Robin's doing fine, um, and you know we're very we're very lucky. At the, the, the Ida Ida veered east of Baton Rouge, so we we didn't get whacked as much as we anticipated. But folks to the east and south of us, um, particularly, are still still really struggling there are some areas some parishes where um it's going to take it, it, it it's going to take certainly months into years for recovery there's some small communities that are you know 90 percent destroyed that will probably not rebuild um 
and and the city of New Orleans, um, you know, um, didn't get as bad as they potentially anticipated as well, but um, dealt with a lot of a lot of uh, wind and power extended power outages, and now they are um, kind of in a great uh, uh, garbage crisis because garbage has not been picked up in some cases for about four weeks, and um, the mayor is asking people to load their garbage into their vehicles and bring it and and dump it in a central dump it themselves in a central temporary central location. So there's wow. a lot of uh, a lot of good memes and things coming out of uh, the garbage yeah, crisis in New Orleans. That that's that's uh, <laughs> I you know. I mean, I guess you have to, right? Uh, so you have to do something. Yeah. I mean, if dire straits direct dictate dire weird approaches, but yeah, that's tough. Um, you know, uh, just like you, you not have an internet, you know, you can laugh and say it's a first world problem, but it's actually pretty serious because there's, you know, so many businesses mm-hmm. depend on it. Every everybody does, yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, just, just, yeah. You know, even even the three of us, uh, I mean, you know, are largely driven. You know, so it's it's like you're missing a leg almost or something. So, any mm-hmm. any ETA on when they'll get that kind of stuff back up? Um, Sorry, Jessica. Uh, you know, we we well, the, the the frustrating thing is um, for us personally and for some other folks we know, our particular carrier told us has been telling us for you know a week and a half that it is up, but it's not. And they um, resend signals and things don't work. There was a technician actually came out to the house, did something. We had internet for an hour, and then it went out. Um, they continue wow. to tell us we have it. So we are actually uh, switching carriers on Saturday. We have someone coming over. Um, that would be awesome if a new company carriers. could come and connect you directly. <laughs> so anyway, exactly. sorry, Jeff, we're cutting, so, um, we're cu- we're, we're cutting yeah, into your 30 minutes. <laughs> It's it's all right. I want to I want to hear what's going on with Robin too. <laughs> and you know, it's been a I've got a good transition coming up here to the to the workology story though, um, um, because it's been a struggle for you know some of some of my HR peers um, in town in the area. Um, I had folks that uh, I had a friend that needed to run payroll, so I remember I think back to like when Katrina happened and we all ran around and talked about. Oh my God! See if your if your payroll system was in the cloud, you could have run payroll from anywhere. You know, I remember having that conversation when Katrina happened, um, and you know, oh, if we were in the cloud, this wouldn't have been an issue. You know, we could have done payroll. Um, but so I had a friend that um, works for a, a local plant in the area, 300 or so employees, and uh, so they had to run payroll the week after. Um, after the hurricane came through and um, they were scrambling because it was like she didn't have Wi-Fi or internet um, her, the the generalist that works worked in her department didn't have internet um, and they're like what do we do and nobody around had internet so it was like do what and her and her boss said you can drive out of state and she would have had to drive a couple hundred miles to find a hotel room um, if you need to get logged in to do payroll so, um, <laughs> yeah, I'd buy somebody uh, an airline yeah. ticket and send them send them to New York or something, you know. Anyway. Right, run payroll. Crazy uh, backup so, plans. So yeah. yeah, so the the HR folks, uh, you know, have um, have their challenges when these sorts of events happen that are, you know, that are unique to HR and, and payroll. 
uh, department. And I guess your phone so, isn't really a good backup for a pol- unless you're small for a payroll system, so can't even count yeah. on that per se. Anyway, all right, well, I'm glad you're doing, you know, relatively okay. I mean, I know it was bad, and I know there's another one flying around, and we still got a couple months till December, and these things, you know, kind of start to tail off, but hopefully you've had more than your fair share. And, uh, they'll stay away from Florida where I live, and well, anyway. Right. Um, so yeah. So just so just go back back to you and workology, and uh, I know you kind of you, you said you changed from blogging for jobs to workology. You also have more to business. You, you know your, your what you do as a in your in your daily job or or whatever your your career or company or whatever you say. Um, but let's talk about workology for a minute. Kind of what it umbrellas and kind of what your main services are, and then let's talk about investing and training and development for HR managers and and new managers. Yeah. So um, workology has always been an, an online resource with blogs and articles and webinars and and just different resources for HR leaders that's available to them, you know, anytime, anywhere. And and a lot of it is me or friends uh, writing, sharing best practices and, and stories about what's working for them. And um, over the last few years, we have, we're continuing uh, to provide those resources uh, through the blog and, and through our newsletter, which continues to grow in popularity. We have a, a weekly newsletter that goes out to um, – over 500,000 HR leaders now wow. every single week with, with different resources. Mm. Uh, and this has also shifted um, in that I am focused more on upskilling and professional and personal development for um, HR and workplace leaders. So we have um, a uh, professional development program. It's a monthly subscription called Upskill HR, and it's focused on professional development for HR so they get access to our on-demand resources, training, webinars, things like that. We have over 100 available. And then we normally have one to two uh, live webinars and trainings a month on, on various topics, uh, some of it driven by our members. They tell me what we want, what they need, and, and then we, we deliver them just different resources, which I think is incredibly important to kind of get outside of your circle, your comfort level, and, mm-hmm. and really explore other areas. And um, we also... Uh, focus on HR certification prep as well. Um, I have been Mm -hmm. teaching HR certification prep for a number of years, and um, there's a better, new, different way of of learning beyond a 36-hour prep course. And so a lot of our resources (laughs) are are focused in that area. So we have affordable options that are designed to not to keep you from spending hundreds of hours reviewing uh, materials and and attending those uh, long drawn out uh, prep classes. Yeah. Do you do do you do prep classes for for both the both the prominent uh, HR certifications? Uh, yes. So I always say I'm Switzerland. Like I love all my HR certifications equally. So I don't have one gotcha. preference over another. Um, so we do focus on HRCI and SHRM uh, certification prep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that's what it was. Yeah. I've done a. I've done a few. Uh, I've done a few sessions for you over the years as, as for some of the folks in your training classes, and it's always a blast to talk about. I think the last one I did is collective bargaining, and before that it was labor relations. So I always enjoy doing them. People are always so interested mm-hmm. in learning. It's cool. Um, you were 
I, I don't want to talk about Sherm much, but you were at Sherm um, last week or earlier yeah. this week, I guess. I'm not really sure when it ended because they had it over a weekend. Um, after, you know, usually the typical June period was canceled, moved hurriedly to Vegas. Um, I followed along a little bit, uh, but I saw some reports that the size of the crowd were like 10,000, um, like maybe less than half of what they would normally have. How, how how was it for real since you were on the ground there? I was just curious kind of how it went over. Well, attendee reports were kind of mixed in, in terms of how large it was. So I think it was probably eight to 10,000 uh, that were that were in attendance, which is substantially smaller. Normally they're in the 17,000 to 20,000 mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. attendee range. Um, everybody was masked, um, and that was a great thing. Um, I feel like um, it was nice to see people in person. Um, you know, I gave lots of hugs uh, to friends, and and it wasn't your usual charm with, like, the wild, crazy parties and, and all the, the mm. things. It was much more mellow. Um, you know, I, I uh, hung out in a small group with with a number of our friends that, that we're familiar with, John Baldino, Nicole Roberts, mm-hmm. Josh Rock and such. And uh, it was just nice to kind of have an in-person uh, conversation with Steve Brown or Tim Sackett, um, who, you know, we haven't seen in some cases for over a couple yeah. of years. Yeah. 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 We, we had, I was at Q from uh, Saturday until yesterday and it was at the same hotel in Orlando where you were a speaker back in 2016 for us when you, I think you presented with Brent, uh, did some social media, you were a pinch hitter. But anyway, it was the same hotel. Yeah. And at that conference that you were at, we had about 350 people. And for this one, it was a hybrid conference. And we had about 55 on site and about another 65 in the cloud, as you were oh. saying earlier. So it was, a mu- again, much smaller companies are cutting back. Uncertainty is really, you know, so the, co- the conference business is trying to come back but it's definitely not uh, re- resurrected by any means. So interesting. Well, and I think okay. a lot of that, you, you know, I think a lot of that, the, even some folks that had a desire to attend either in person or even virtually, um, whether that be SHRM, whether that be Q, whether that be upcoming HR Tech, I think their tra- you know, travel budgets were eliminated or cut for this year or training budgets were uh, even, you know, cut um, based on the uncertainty, you know, at at a given company end of last year, you know, Hey, let's cut any, any expenses we can. And yes, you need training, you need development, go and find it, you know, free or online or, or whatnot. So I think, you know, budgets were cut um, for 2021. So, It'll be interesting in 2022 when I think more things will ramp up. We'll start, you know, I know, uh, you know, Work Humans planning a live event next year, you know, so I think more of the, the in-person events will come up and hopefully there'll be budget and <laughs> budget to match so folks can attend that want to. I'm going to do one more Sherm-related thing, Jessica, again, not on the script, and then we'll get it actually into the topic of the day, and that is you have a a book coming out that they're at some point in the future. Are you ready to talk about that at all, or is that something you'd rather stay away from? Oh, I could talk about um, the the new book and and what it's going to be about. We're we're in the middle of making some revisions. It's it's half my life right now. Yeah, because that's coming out through Sherm, right? Yes, yeah, and and that should be out um, before conference season. That's also why we're in revision land because we're trying to get it ready to go to print. 
Gotcha. Okay. But this is new from then from your prior book, right? This is a completely new book. You want to just tell us quickly what it's about? Completely new. Um, I had written most of it just before COVID, and then you know, like all of us, like COVID put a wrench and and things, and I kind of set it aside. So the book is called Digitizing Talent, and it's all about digital recruiting. I, I feel like. Hmm. Especially with us hybrid hiring and thinking about our workplaces, online recruitment is more complicated, challenging than ever before. And you have all these new enhancements and technologies, uh, programmatic, artificial intelligence for HR and recruiting leaders. Yeah. It's a challenge to keep up. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. So next year or later this year or something like that. But a lot of interesting stuff, and and we have about 14 minutes left. So, Robin, you and I didn't get a chance to, like, plan who's going to take what question, but the topic is investing in training and development for HR and new managers. So I'm going to ask one more question, and then you can look at the list, which is posted in the show notes, and ask the next one. Yep, I'm ready. uh, Awesome. So, Jess, let's start off in that, that topic and run through it fast. Why is personal development important for HR professionals as well as others? Seems like a really broad question, but tell us, answer it for us. <laughs> it, well, I feel like all of us have experienced a major shift in, in our lives, like working sure. remotely or hybrid. And so if we can't attend a conference in person um, or we're looking for a specific set of maybe new experience or, or tools in our HR tool belt, uh, we really need to be intentional about seeking those out. I, I don't think a five-day conference in Las Vegas is necessarily the best place to get the specific detailed resources that you need as a senior HR leader to really be able to support your organization. It's great for new HR leaders. And so I want um, senior HR leaders to be really intentional about exactly what they need and finding communities and places and programs to be able to help them develop in those areas because we we need these kinds of tools more than ever to be competitive place in our jobs but also to support our our companies and our businesses and their growth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what have, what what have you seen in in terms of um, the the impact of training and and learning and upskilling what have you seen the impact be on on HR folks, you know, their their career trajectory, um, their earning potential, you know. Um, what have you found when folks get certified even and how that impacts their, their career trajectory or, or earning? I, I, I do think certification is important. And obviously we, we teach HR certification prep and, and, and there's some research from HRCI and Payscale that, that talks about HR professionals who get certified. They can increase their salary um, as much as up to 40%. So um, I, the ballpark is, is really kind of around like the, I would say the 10 to the 20% mark in terms of increasing your salary. But if, yeah. And that's going to give you new experiences and opportunities, step into a new role. Um, outside of HR certification, I, I think that really understanding the business of what your organization does. So being incredibly familiar with uh, having a strong business acumen, financial statements, and and, and understanding that P&L is going to really help you uh, really figure out what 
HR, how HR actually impacts organization and then be able to speak in that language. So a lot of the personal development that I recommend for HR is, um, is thinking that way, becoming an expert yeah. in a specific area so you can support your organization and be that go-to person, maybe on, let's say, artificial intelligence, Everybody in the company is coming to you because you understand um, it, yeah. it is a, in a holistic uh, way. You don't have to be the expert, but you have to be the expert at your company on that subject. Yep. Yeah. It, um, I just I've had numerous conversations over the last several weeks, and had just had one like in the last half half an hour before I came on the show, and that's one of the challenges we face. Um, at, our, at my company is we promote a lot of people from within, uh, many of them who are strong hourly workers going into a supervisory or some other, you know, lower level, entry level leadership position for the first time. And, and, and so they get promoted based on a strong work ethic and good work performance and understanding of the job from the hourly perspective, the production work, but they don't come in with a lot of leadership skills. Um, so how do we, how do I mean, how, how should a company like mine, huge one, or even a smaller one, approach training those kind of individuals, Jessica? You got some tips? Absolutely. I, I, I think that, you know, we want to reward and recognize and, and promote people in our organizations that are strong individual contributors. But as you, we all know, uh, leading people is a completely different thing. It's, it's not necessarily about your performance. It's about um, supporting and providing guidance and, and just training and developing an entire team of people so that you can really scale whatever it is, uh, the team that, that you're leading. And so um, I, I mean, there are a lot of really great programs to be able to do that. We, we have put together a 12-week new manager training program where it's kind of a mix of uh, on-demand resources and training, and then there's a weekly group coaching call with a small group so that you can – help answer, ask questions, support your peers, maybe build some relationships, and then be able to scale your learning quickly. So I would just encourage um, HR leaders to, to really talk to their newly hired managers and talk about what, ask them, poll them, um, talk about what exactly they need um, right away. Mm -hmm. And then think about that, maybe talking to HR, I mean, managers who are, 24 months or 36 months in position, what do they wish they knew in order to be able to, to do well to support their teams? And that can kind of give you a good baseline for the types of things that you need. And then seeking those things outside your organization if you don't have the bandwidth to be able to develop. But we should be really focused on developing our managers because as things are coming back, organizations uh, have a real sense of urgency to be able to grow and scale, and that really starts with those frontline managers. Okay, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Robin. Yeah, I um, you know, um, thinking about the, the managers, the non-HR leaders' involvement in the development of their HR staff. Um, I think one of the challenges often, you think of that HR department of one, right, that, that we're so very familiar with. I, I know you, you work with a lot of those folks, Jessica. Um, how, what's, what are some tips that you give to, to those, those HR practitioners, those HR leaders? What are the tips that they can use to convince their 
CEO that they need to be developed, that HR is can move beyond perhaps the expectations that they were hired hired with? This is uh this is always a tough conversation because sometimes uh as HR leaders we don't necessarily know what we need and sometimes our CEOs don't know how to really leverage or utilize HR leaders in a certain way. Yeah. So uh, my suggestion is to 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 find a community of people who who are uh thinking and focused on personal growth, who are focused on self-development for themselves. And I I would encourage you I want you to talk to your boss about it and and I definitely want you to talk about how maybe the impact of HR um, how you think you can impact the bottom line. And I'm not talking about reducing yeah. turnover. I'm, I'm talking about dollars and cents in the business, like how w- this particular program that you want to sign up for can impact the revenue of the business, and, and not just for the short term, but for the long term. Um, but I would also encourage you just to, if you can't get the support of your CEO, that does not mean that you can't go out and find these resources and join a community yourself. Uh, the reality mm-hmm. is, is that you're probably not going to be employed uh, with that one company for more than, let's be real, five years. And mm-hmm. so you need to be taking care of your own personal development. And that's beyond a, a conf- an annual conference. Maybe working with an executive coach. Focus on maybe some group learning that's really honed in on some areas of where you want to be, not just in two years, but I would say five and ten years. You have to start planning now for that person, what that person looks like in ten years, and then work backward. What are the skills and experiences and tools that I need to be able to get to that, maybe CHR or VP level, or maybe you're a benefit specialist and and you want to Mm -hmm. step into a role. So you have to kind of build your plan your 10-year plan, and then work backward and, and kind of work with those milestones. So sometimes that definitely means stepping outside of the permission of your executive team, making a decision yep. to invest in yourself um, versus having them invest in you. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Um, we have like a little under just about three and a half minutes. So um, – like you, I don't know if you can do this. You you run a learning management system for your clients. Is that something you sell to small businesses to use, or is that something you use for your individual clients that that, are, that you're doing the training with through Sherman HRCI? So um, we we can help you build out your system. Um, we have a, a learning management system that that we have built together. It's powered on a content management system called WordPress. And mm-hmm. uh, we've really uh, customized and um, honed together, I think, something that makes for a really great experience uh, that is not different than that different than some of your other um, content management or learning management experiences, but it's, it's designed for our community of, of HR leaders. And I'm really excited gotcha. because we should have in the next six, Six weeks, uh, our Workology mobile app coming out, so you can just log in from your mobile, from your phone, iPad, um, Android, whatever. The, the, the reason I ask the question, I guess, is, you know, like we have, you know, at Publix we have our own LMS, but we build a profile for every manager and, you know, set up all these mm-hmm. training classes that are required and or recommended, et cetera. 
and you could, you know, in following along in your idea of developing it yourself, someone could work with you to kind of do the same thing, right? I mean, they could they could sort of set up you know, oh, the trainings yeah. that you offer and others. Yeah, so I, it just, I guess for smaller HR people, you know, that you don't always have to have a, buy a system through a provider. Sometimes you can find those kind of tools elsewhere. Um, we'll, we'll, two minutes, so we'll get to wrap. Robin, did you have any last thought or question that before I get Jessica to tell us where she can be found and all that kind of stuff? No, I am good. Uh, let's, uh, let's let Jessica tell us where she can be found. I mean, we know where to find it. Let our listeners know. Yeah. Well, um, the the best place to go is uh, Workology.com. If you're interested in any in any of our training programs, whether it's our manager training, our HR personal development program called Upskill HR, or, or our HR certification prep training, um, all those resources are over at Learn.Workology.com. And I again, I'm trying to make it an affordable option so that uh, you even if you are an individual con- contributor and you're making your own personal investment, that uh, you can be able to do that and, and grow and help support your organization. Most importantly, uh, help support yourself. Uh, whatever your personal and professional aspirations are for HR, I mean, that's, that's my job and, and really my passion is, is helping develop HR leaders and helping them realize their full potential. So Workology.com is the place to go. Awesome. Um, listen, I really appreciate you being on the show as a guest. It's great to catch up with you. Sorry we rushed you through your side of the topic because I hadn't had a chance to catch up with Robin, but as you said, you wanted to know too. <laughs> so it's uh, it's good to, it's good to be able to do a show with you, Jessica. We'll have you on again sometime soon, and thanks for being part of Drive Through HR today, and hope everyone has a great week. Absolutely. Bye. Thank Bye. you so much for having me on. Bye. Bye, all. <laughs>